0: This is an area code podcast. So, what's up, Jasmine? Ain't you supposed to do an introduction? Am I? Hey, guys, this is Portia Collins here. I am one of the hosts for one half of the hosts for Sweet Tea.
1: And I'm her co-host, Jasmine Holmes.
0: (laughs) The beautiful (laughs) Jasmine Holmes.
1: What have you been up to? So I had a COVID exposure last week, tested negative. We all tested negative. We're fine. But my school, you can't come back to school for 10 days after you've been exposed to someone with a positive coronavirus test. So I have been teaching from home while taking care of two children (laughs) and researching for a book while also constantly checking myself for COVID symptoms. <laughs> that is what I have been up to.
0: It sounds like pure chaos. It's
1: pure <laughs> chaos.
0: I feel you. I feel like my life is always chaotic. Uh, uh, you
1: have a busy life. What have you been up to?
0: So yesterday was my last day as executive Get it, director. get it of the small arts-based non-profit that I've worked for for the past year. It was a bittersweet sweet day. I just celebrated my 33rd birthday. On... Happy birthday. Thank you. are old. Yes, I am. Whatever. But you know, <laughs> I told everybody I'm stopping at 39. Like, once I get to 39, we're just going to be on repeat. You're just going to quit, huh? Repeat. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to 40. I refuse. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, just... Getting a new rhythm, got a, a bunch of fun, exciting things coming like down the pipeline, and
1: um, like running for government office.
0: <laughs> so yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> um, I mean, is it considered? I guess it is. Oh no, I'm calling um... it government
1: office. I'm calling you President <laughs> Priestess Portia from here on out because you just doing
0: the most. So, yeah, I am running for District 1 of our public school board. We have, of course, our school district is governed Mm -hmm. by a board. And so um, the person who was in the District 1 seat decided not to seek re-election and... Your girl threw her name in the hat. So we are like running a full campaign and everybody's been like, what led to this? I was like, well, first of all, I, I mean, I have a degree in political science, so I don't think it's been like super far-fetched for my life. But secondly, I'm, I'm really invested like in our community and wanting to see us have healthy schools and just a healthy district on on the whole. And then also... Um, thinking about my daughters, you know, potentially what future yeah. education looks like for her, and we want to have options whether we homeschool or public school or private school. I think that I'm it's gonna, good for
1: I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, you said options, mm-hmm. and I think that was inappropriate wording because <laughs> the only godly option would be to homeschool your child.
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, th- this is what we're talking about today. <laughs> this is going to be our topic. Like, listen, now, this is so funny. This is how me and, and Jasmine, like, do this. We have been planning out all these different types of yep. e- episodes. And then today, <laughs> on the phone, we start talking about schooling. And, of course, with my recent change to pull back from my full-time job mm-hmm. now, we just kind of got off on the homeschool subject and or schooling on the whole and was like you know what we're gonna podcast we were like today. ranting
1: and raving and then i was like are we doing this
0: like let's <laughs> We are. plug <laughs> up are the mic <laughs> yes yes we're just pausing for a minute because jazz has to go check on her kids i'll just jump back in <laughs> when she comes back
1: Speaking of being a working mom, I had to close the door because they were just being so loud.
0: Mom, Langston! I I can hear my, my, like I have my daughter and my little godson is here. He's doing virtual learning because our schools have not opened back up. And I can hear them outside of the closet door. And guess what? I'm gonna keep pretending that I don't hear this. I was like, let me just close the hall door and hope that they're not killing each other behind the closed door i guess right i guess i'll hear (laughs)
1: yeah
0: yeah hopefully hopefully uh, so i'm pretty sure you guys have all caught on to that awesome sarcasm (laughs) that jasmine just inserted the only way is the homeschool it is the
1: only way and
0: uh, i don't know how do you want to jump into this yeah
1: i guess uh, maybe i'll just tell the people about my background why is homeschooling even coming up you know and so I was, I was homeschooled from fifth grade till the end from fifth mm-hmm. grade to 12th grade. And then I actually went to college online. So my husband says that I was homeschooled through college. <laughs> so I was homeschooled and I always just kind of assume I think that, I mean, that's not uncommon. I, I feel like people mm-hmm. just assume that they'll do whatever they have done, especially if they had a pretty good experience, which I did. And up until the last two years, I assumed that I would be homeschooling my children, so when we realized that my oldest, Wynn, was getting close to school age, we kind of stopped and I was like, you know what, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually really want to homeschool. And I teach at a hybrid school and when the kids are younger, there's a a bigger homeschool element to their education. They go to school Monday and, I mean, sorry, Tuesday and Thursday from, I think the preschoolers are from eight to two, Tuesday, Thursday, and then you homeschool them on Monday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And I had just kind of assumed like, hey, yeah, he'll go to that school. We'll just do that. And, you know, I looked at my husband and I was like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And right. he was like, okay, well, let's talk about options. Let's like kind of wrestle through things. And it felt like such a huge, like it felt so monumental and so earth shattering for me to be like, I am not going to homeschool and i was around people who were much wiser than i am much more seasoned than i am mm-hmm. who just kind of freed me from some of that homeschool shame that can mm-hmm. often accompany people who are involved in the homeschool community it is the only godly way homeschooling is a personality trait like it is your everything mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i started feeling freedom and so my my uh, son goes to our church school and it's great and it's lovely and it's wonderful but just because I've started feeling freedom does not mean that others have started feeling freedom. Right.
0: So everybody who knows you, and knows your background, yes. and knows your daddy, yes, and all, all in your business, yes. They're they're still playing a little bit of catch up. They part.
1: are. They are. Which, and <laughs> for further context, my dad is like he's a preacher teacher, but he's big in the homeschool circuit big mm-hmm. in the homeschool community and so every like i have a q a on my instagram at least once a week and at least five questions out of every mm-hmm. week's q a are like so you're not homeschooling like are you sure like why not like what changed like what's wrong what's like and mm-hmm. it, it's just like yesterday it was so funny i answered the like umpteenth question and somebody sent me a message and was like people are really really invested in you homeschooling like are you okay (laughs) right right. i know i'm good it's just but yeah people are super 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 invested and i guess our conversation this morning i just kept thinking like as women there is so much investment from others in every single choice we make yes are you going to homeschool are you going to be a stay-at-home mom are you going to like are you going to breastfeed are you you going going to vaccinate are you going to like all the stuff all Mm -hmm. the stuff and so Mm -hmm. the homeschooling thing kind of fed really well into another topic that we were talking about which was a youtube video that i will let you describe (laughs) since you were the one who commented on facebook and was like oh interesting good good good
0: (laughs) so first (laughs) Let me, um, let me clarify. I didn't watch the whole video. (laughs) That'll (laughs) learn you. After I watched the whole video, I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) Now the title was about basically, I guess you would say representation among Mm -hmm. black women as Mm -hmm. homemakers Mm -hmm. and like why we don't see a lot of that. And so initially, like, I guess when I saw the title, my mind kind of went toward, okay, yeah, I do think, you know, like I'm a proponent of seeing black homemakers and, you know, I think it's a good topic of discussion. But once we watched the video, I really feel like, and this is no shade to the young lady, but I really feel like her I'm throwing shade. By, I'm, I'm throwing shade. I, I, I already know. I'm I shading I already know. Her. But <laughs> I, I feel like her reasoning was really superficial mm-hmm. and very uh, boxed in. And I can't even say honestly, tr- this is the priestess, but it really wasn't super like godly. Yeah. It was like the best word that I could use to describe it is I felt like it was very superficial. And so like, I guess that's been the springboard for us to talk about like, okay, so what does schooling look like? Mm-hmm. What, what does, working and especially for me i know like and this is gonna be so good to talk Mm -hmm. about because as somebody who's pulling back from the professional world i've been working since forever i got like my first job at really at 15 Mm -hmm. and was getting paid under the table (laughs) and so from there i've always you know i went to college i had my career and now as somebody who's pulling back from that and kind of re-evaluating things, it's like, I still can't say that my way or what I'm doing for my life is something that should be done across the board for everybody. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing that people miss is we can glorify God without there being a boxed-in type of mold. Like, we can glorify God as mothers, as wives, as you know whatever it is that we're doing but portia you know something uh that you said again i just keep having to push
1: back against your liberal um ideologies here you said <laughs> that there are like you implied that there are different ways to do things mhm but the, but the word of god portia <laughs> you know tell me girl
0: give it to me what did the word preach to me on i heard i heard
1: you heard that's what i heard that the word of god says that women are to be keepers of their homes and i that's all it says about women
0: i think Uh, oh man yeah but okay i'm gonna push back again i stumped you because
1: you're worldly
0: no, i know but i'm gonna push back because you know priestess loves her bible you do you love the word and you know i think about work and when we were given work and how work is good and how work was not just for wasn't a like a byproduct of the curse or whatever like it is good for man to work, man and woman, who is made in the image of God, who is actually to made to
1: help him with his work.
0: It, it's, uh, right. Oh We wow. came along to help him with his work, and so, like, what does that look like? I Everything. even even before the kids came.
1: Yeah, before Remember? there were even children, he said mm-hmm. he said, "Be fruitful and multiply," but that's not all he said, is it? Actually, Portia. Portia, mm-hmm. you know what we should mm-hmm. do is we should open we up should... the Bible.
0: I think so. All right, let so. me get my All let right. me
1: get my women's my uh, brand new women's Bible from Crossway.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I since we're giving Bible shout out, I'm gonna <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Uh, to christian standard bible for uh the tony evans study bible oh i,
1: I love that one i know i got it too you know? I know no but the only reason i got the bible from tony evans is just because you got one and so then i went to the person that you got it from and i was like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna start i think 26 is a good verse to start at. okay i uh, one 126 And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Mm. Mm. So give me your take on that. Like if I am just reading this and the, the goal of reading the Bible is to try to remove the lens of culture from your eyes before you read it you don't want to read the bible trying to read into things or trying to like make it force it to say what you want to say and twist it and turn it into what you want it to be and when i read this just Mm -hmm. at face value i see a, a few things and this is not i feel like it's important to let people know our talks are not scripted
0: not at all we don't have any no like, we, just, we just come into we this conversation just came off the cuff so give us grace right right uh, right we're we're we but... off the cuff so give us grace but also take into right. account like this is just
1: this is not us trying to like twist and turn right. this is just i just literally went to my bedroom grabbed my bible off my nightstand holy flex grabbed it off my <laughs> nightstand where
0: it was and <laughs> opened it up so right. what i'm seeing and, and press pause before you even say that i think that this right here is the essence of of sweet tea so if Mm -hmm. you have not gotten an understanding Mm -hmm. of what we're doing right, this is how you have conversations um that are delightful but with grace and (laughs) with grace and um truth and you know just really engaging and so i wanted to give that little plug absolutely you know you guys can see this is not scripted we're just letting it fly so letting it fly so as i'm letting it
1: fly here's what i got Mm -hmm. god created men and women in his image and he created them like think about okay think about the term in his image stop Mm -hmm. right there he is a creative god who is always at work throughout his creation so much so that there was nothing Mm -hmm. in the world and god was like seven days later All of these things that need constant sustaining by me are just made. Like, yes. So work is not a bad, like God chose to work. Of all the Mm -hmm. things that God could be doing, God chose to work. He chose to make this universe, Mm -hmm. work in it, preserve it for millennia after millennia. It's it's amazing. Yes. So he made God, he made male and female in his own image. Mm -hmm. And he gives them a calling and he does not segment their calling he tells them both to take dominion he tells them both to be good stewards he calls them both to service to him Mm -hmm. my immediate like so that's what i see here but my immediate reaction of course Mm -hmm. of course because i am an american christian woman Mm-hmm. Is like, but yeah, but we don't have this, it's not the same. It's not the same. And that's not that's not what we're it's not we're saying. It's not the same. Because obviously Eve mm-hmm. gave birth to Cain and Abel and Seth, and Adam did not do that. Right. Okay, so right. it's not the same. Right. When we were punished after the fall, our punishments were not the same. Right. However, at the core of who we are mm-hmm. is a longing is a desire Mm -hmm. is a Mm -hmm. creation for and proclivity towards work
0: Mm -hmm. and creation yes for the glory of god absolutely and i think that is something that you know we miss we have a tendency to miss the fact that like what we're doing or the way that God designed this was, like he's like, I want you to work. I want you to do this. But what is the purpose behind that? Like, how do you mm-hmm. bring God glory? And like, when you really think about it, there is, like, you glorify God in so many different ways as a mm-hmm. believer. And mm-hmm. I think we have put these labels and boxes in to say, oh, well, this is only glorifying to God if I am a step for wife type mm-hmm. housewife mm-hmm. who keeps her kids pristinely you know clean and in check and at home and teaching them like there you can just... be glory i'm
1: sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> I'm... go ahead i'm interrupting uh-huh. you no go. you're
0: fine you're fine but I was, i'm like there could be glory in situations or right. in circumstances that don't necessarily look like these curated Things that we've created in our minds. In our, our, heads. our
1: curation is so Western. Like it is the idea of stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. When Paul preached to the mm-hmm. first-century church, right, a big swath of the people he was preaching to were servants yes. and slaves, both yes. male and female. And female.
0: Mm-hmm. When
1: he told women to be workers at home. We see that and we're like, oh, see, see, right there, workers at home. That one Mm -hmm. phrase is what you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do and only all that you're supposed to Mm -hmm. do. But he preached Mm -hmm. it in a context where women were doing more beyond multiple things. And so I, I feel the need. I always, whenever I talk about these things, I tell people like, look, I'm not trying to get out of loving my husband. I'm not trying to get out of loving my children. I love God. I want to do what he's telling me to do. Don't get me wrong. Like don't ever hear me trying to find a loophole that gets me out of serving God in the context where he has placed me. Right. But also don't ever catch me trying to manipulate the word of God to fit some kind of cultural standard of what is good. And we've talked about, you know, we've talked about, Mm Titus 2 before and we've talked about just all of the things that older women are commanded to teach younger women. Let me see. You
0: know, as you're talking, it makes me think about this too and I always I can't remember what theologian said this but it's, it takes a whole Bible to make a whole Christian and you yes. think about what you know, what she shall be called. I don't know if you guys are familiar but in 2016 I started like a women's ministry that was really designed to help women embrace quote the the famous you know the hot term biblical womanhood mm-hmm. but really I was kind of being slick it was a backdoor way of kind of showing women that biblical womanhood is Christian womanhood so all these things that you think that you know about what biblical womanhood looks because mm-hmm. you have zoned in on Proverbs 31 Titus 2 yep. all of the pink passages no I want you to know that you need to know all parts of Who the listed. Bible and all parts of it is is applicable to your life and essentially that is what biblical womanhood is it's living as a christian woman living Mm -hmm. out god's call on your life as a woman which there's a lot of overlap between men and women just in that yes there are things that specifically you know men can't like you said birth children and there are things that that god has specifically called men to and there are things that god has specifically called women to Absolutely. but there are a lot of things where there is just overlap in what god says you know this is what you do this is how you live you want to bring glory you know to me do this you know Mm -hmm. work unto me Mm -hmm. don't grumble don't there's so many things that we miss but we zone in on those one or two passages and then feel like we have a holistic view of what it means to live out a Christian life as a woman Yep. and we don't and we're biblically yep. illiterate. That's yep. really what it is. We think that we know, but we're biblically illiterate. You got to take mm-hmm. the whole Bible and dissect all of it. And all of it is applicable to your life. So yep. sorry, that was a soapbox. Moment, no, but that's but- good. I
1: mean, I wrote an article of, a couple of years ago, biblical womanhood does not begin and end in Proverbs 31. Like it's yes. from Genesis all the way to Revelation. We are, yes. we are set in a context. And so mm-hmm. further understanding our context. hmm the context of of, of a verse in the word and the context Mm -hmm. of us as women in whatever time in history we have been placed Mm -hmm. is extremely important. And so this idea of like a homemaker, this ideal of a homeschool mom, this Mm -hmm. ideal of all of that is new. All of that is new. It is very new. And particularly in the lives of two black women, like you and me, Mm -hmm. it's super new. And so when I watched this video about why isn't there representation for black homemakers i was waiting to see if we were going to talk about the historical reality of the fact that black home black women facilitated white homemakers in this country yes Yes. that's what i thought we were gonna talk about right you know because i I live i live in Bellhaven. okay i Mm -hmm. live in the help neighborhood Mm -hmm. i live in a hundred year old house where somebody who looked like me probably used to work here yep I thought that's what we were going to talk about. But instead, we started talking about this superficial surface level, Mm -hmm. having dinner ready for your husband when he's home, being there for your kids, you know, also homeschooling your kids so that they don't um, fall prey to negative influences. And how do Christian women not just make decisions that, that glorify God, but how do we talk about making decisions that glorify God? How do we talk to the young mom who is trying to decide whether to homeschool or not how do we talk to the working mom who is trying to f- balance work and home and figure out the best way to glorify go God how do we talk to the stay-at-home mom who is working through crippling depression which mm-hmm. is very common with stay-at-home moms and i'm mm-hmm. not picking on you cuz mm-hmm. i have been that stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. h- how do we h- how do we address these women in all different places in a way that brings glory to god i can tell you what we shouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. we should not be using cultural norms to inflict pressure onto women we should be making sure that our word is seasoned with the scripture
0: Mm -hmm. right
1: so Mm -hmm. how do we talk about education how do we talk about working how do we talk about motherhood in a way that is uncompromising so we want to be un- uncompromising about the
0: truth right absolutely
1: but how do we do it in a way that also doesn't major on the minors mm-hmm. hold on my children are so loud right now
0: that's fine take your time hold on. do not scream
1: again you're a little scared yes ma'am back back back, back. back. They had to go down for nap. That was not gonna last.
0: Um, I know. Oh, I, I, I feel. Um, <laughs> I, I know that there have been times, like in my immaturity, that I've been like, "Okay, God, just give me the answer. Just show it to me. Just mm-hmm. give it to me." And I think that's the same situation here. Is like we want this model or this standard so we can feel like, "Okay, I got it right." Yep. Whereas I think that God and you know y'all don't sue me here on this but honestly i think that god is intentional in allowing us to be placed in our respect like he's not oblivious to the fact of what kind of household you have or what's going on like he's not oblivious to that he's not unaware of you know like with me i grew up in a single parent home with i went to public school my entire you know educational time like literally daycare all the way through um twelfth grade. That's why you're so loud because
1: you're a head start kid.
0: I am. I am a head start baby. You and my husband (laughs) loud They say that all head start kids. (laughs) Yes yes and so like seriously like you know you would I would have never thought that my life would look like this I would have never thought that at 33 I would be taking a step back from my career Mm -hmm. and my daughter being at home with me and like like I said it looks different from every situation and I think this is where we lean in and lean on God and we pray and you honestly you just make the best decision based on what you've been given and un- and here's the thing, this is the beauty about grace, if something is not working, we if
1: you can change it, you
0: can adjust it, so like in the situation mm-hmm. for me like I said, we're on opposite sides of the spectrum here with me pulling back right now, it just was not working for me to be heavy hitter full time like I was and wanting to do some things with You know, my daughter, even though she's two and we've got, you know, plenty of time to learn based on the location where we Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. and the options that we have and all these all of these different things like that played a major part in how I made my decision. Now, this could very well look different if we lived in another area, if I was at another, you know, space in life, if my husband was at another point in his career. And so, like, we made the best decision based on. Where we are now, of course, our intent is to glorify God, mm-hmm. like right in the context of where He has placed us. I think, too, here's another thing that is a really big issue for me. We spend so much time trying to bust down doors or trying to curate something that we think is pleasing to God, that we fail to actually use what we have been given yep. or operate where he yep. has placed us for his glory. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I got to curate this to look like what I think God wants. And I'm like, dude, and maybe God not knows even what, where he put you.
1: Yeah. Maybe not even curated for what God wants. Maybe curate it for what we think his church wants.
0: This is true. Honestly, because like
1: it's, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, shame. That's a big part of my life, something that I'm always working through. One of these days I'm going to write a book about womanhood and shame because Mm -hmm. look. (laughs) But yeah, just that entire idea that our obedience, I I, I do think that as women often it's seen as a good thing when our Mm -hmm. obedience is motivated by shame. Like mm. when we're like, Oh, I feel Come so, on, I feel so bad. I feel so, you know, I, I told one, I, I told an old mentor, I said, you know, yeah, I was at work and I felt really bad. I said, cause I, I work two days a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. I work two days a week out of school when it's not a pandemic. I take both of my boys to work with me. The daycare is on campus. Mm-hmm. I am with my boys more than most people.
0: Yeah. But daytime.
1: this year my oldest started school at our church's school I know Mm -hmm. heathens throwing him to the wolves in the world. And he went to a doctor's appointment. I could not for the life of me schedule that appointment for when I could take him. I normally take him to all of his appointments. I did not take him to this one. His father took him to this one. Mm -hmm. I FaceTimed him. I said, hey, when are you? He said, mama, I'm just so nervous. I just really wish you could be here with me. Can't you just leave work and come? I told a mentor of mine that, an old mentor. And she was like, and you had to say no, huh? Guess that's the cost of working.
0: (gasps) Oh. goodness
1: like and i was just like oh okay like so way well, to go right. that's awesome that <laughs> shame is really gonna help me know my place thank right. you as opposed right. to another friend of mine i told her and she's like what a good moment for when to yes. have with philip to know mm-hmm. that his daddy can take care of him when he's upset yes. too yes that I is know,
0: what, exactly a, what a reframing what, I was thinking
1: what a reframing of that like Yes. Somebody who knows me, who knows I love Portia. tell the people about me and my boys. Tell the I, people.
0: B- baby, you love your boys,
1: <laughs> okay? I, we all wanna wear each other's skin. Philip comes inside, he's like, "What are y'all just all together?" And like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "I just love. They're so cute. I right. love them. I love spending time with them." Right. I, like I said, that was his first doctor's appointment that I hadn't been able to make with him and Mm -hmm. it's because of the pandemic and scheduling's hard and all it's like there were all these other reasons but immediately when that Mm -hmm. woman moved to shame I had a choice I -hmm. could be like oh wow that shame must be the Holy Spirit or Or. I could be like or I could look into the word and see what actually the Spirit is saying Mm -hmm. so that I could discern between godly guilt which comes from sin Mm -hmm. or shame which comes from pride in other people yeah and it took a few days i'm gonna be honest with you i really? i took it to heart i think mm-hmm. i called you i think i told you i took it to heart yes yes because i want to be and i was like
0: girl come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you, were, you were like it's not a big deal it, it is not no but it i was like not. he wants
1: me there with him and it's like he's gonna
0: have to understand that i can't always be there with him his daddy was there let me press pause <laughs> and just speak to how in my mind, I think that that was a beautiful moment. We always talk about like fatherlessness in black communities. Come on, that is one sis. of the biggest things oh black people such and such percentage of black dads are not present Come so on, in sis. my mind as a black woman who did grow up in a household without her father being present now mm-hmm. don't get me wrong me and my dad got a relationship now love you daddy hey if you listening <laughs> but mm-hmm. we didn't initially right and that was something that I longed for right. so deeply was to have my father present and i know this as a black woman a black girl you know mm-hmm. a little girl at that time mm-hmm. i can only imagine how much more valuable that is for a young black boy to have mm-hmm. his father mm-hmm. there with him and so in my mind i think that that is a beautiful moment to a that's good for win and philip yeah. but b What does that say to the world? Yep. You know, when they see this daddy come in with his sons, I'm pretty sure he probably had poop with him. Yep. You know, so he comes in with his son and he's present. Like... I think that is a beautiful thing and something that we need to see more of to really kind of take away that stigma and to also set an example for those, for men who are not present with their sons. Yeah, and we need to encourage
1: it so much more. I mean, it just, it makes Mm -hmm. me think about, you know, even just the idea, again, of a stay-at-home mom, like we all used Mm -hmm. to be at home. We Mm -hmm. all used to be at home. When we lived in agrarian societies, the men and the women were at home. We were working next to each other. And we were all working together. But it was like the family Mm -hmm. unit was all together. We were all working together. And then the industrial revolution comes and men get pushed into the workplace. And then women Mm -hmm. are either going to the workplace too or they're staying behind at home. And Philip and I always talk about like we are trying to figure out the ways that both of us can be as present in our children's lives. As Mm -hmm. possible. So Mm -hmm. our marriage is not about Philip trying to facilitate me being with our children 100% of the time. It's Jasmine and Philip trying to figure out how to facilitate both of us having active and engaged relationships with Mm -hmm. our children and neither of us letting work get in the way of that.
0: Yes. Come on. Yes. That is the, the point right there is not letting anything like i always tell people god family everything else so i work But I don't let, I'm not going to allow my work Mm -hmm. to take the place, like, to a point where I'm putting God and my family on the back burner. So y'all hear us clearly. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying that you should be so busy or, because here's the thing, you could be doing stuff that you ain't even getting a check for. It may not even be, be employment. You could be doing things that's still taking your focus away from where it should be first. Absolutely. So we're not telling you that you should let your work consume your life to the point to where there's no order, right. no like God's order in your life. We're simply saying that to try to box something in mm-hmm. as a one dimensional way, like that ain't it either. That's no. almost like the, the the opposite end of the spectrum. When we try to, like I said, it's, it's really a legalistic way of looking at how we should glorify God. Oh, yeah, because that, that
1: way. way you get around wrestling. There's no wrestling in that. It's just yes. like, here's the prescribed way to mm-hmm. do it. And mm-hmm. if you're not doing it this way, instead of saying, you know what, here's what the word says, here's my context, mm-hmm. all right, let's do the hard right. work of figuring out what that looks like. Right. And we, like, Philip and I talk about this all the time. Notice I keep saying Philip and I, Philip and I, Philip and I, because Perfect. if there's yes. two of us, right? Yes. It's mm-hmm. not just me. There's, mm-hmm. We are a team. Yes. And so we talk about it all the time. Like, how can, how can we craft our life in a way that brings glory to God and creates the mm-hmm. safest, most fruitful environment for our children who we both, Portia, mm-hmm. tell the people how my husband feels about his son's.
0: Same way, Lo- <laughs> loves him some Poot and Winnie, baby. Okay? So <laughs> just
1: like you know, trying to figure, trying to figure it out, and and I do, I do feel like we've kind of swapped because you were the one who was mm-hmm. working full time, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and while Portia telling the people how I feel about my children, this girl, <laughs> if you follow her on social media at all you will have maybe like a fraction of the idea of how much she loves her. Some Emery Michaela Collins, yeah. a fraction. That little girl is your world. I
0: love her. That's but my you daughter. were, you were
1: working full time and now mm-hmm. you're home. And so mm-hmm. you switched to working more creatively. Whereas yes. me, like I was working part time and now mm-hmm. I'm, I got three books coming out in the next 18 months mm-hmm. and I'm teaching four classes Mm -hmm. which I didn't know I was going to be doing. It all just fell in my lap at the same time and God is good and we can get through this season and it's going to be all right. But, right. But I feel like we kind of like swapped in a Mm -hmm. sense because I'm like deadlines everywhere. And you're like, Oh (laughs) wow. This is what it's like to be creative and have like flexibility. Yes.
0: Yes. So we've
1: definitely switched places, but just understanding that that's what, like, that's how it is. It's the ebb and the flow. You're you might be working next year. I might be, more fully at home next year we might be like and just looking at it as seasons and not just as this is the one decision that we're going to make for the one Mm -hmm. time in our life and it Mm -hmm. better be right or so help Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. i will shame you Mm -hmm. into obedience
0: and you know what i want to i want to speak to if there is a woman who is listening because you know i know that there are women out here who are pursuing and i'm i'm not saying that we should be like happiness chasers of course but don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong this is this is one area where i i love me some jp john piper where he talks about how god is most glorified when we are most satisfied in him And, and this is where i'm going with this if you are pursuing a path that you think is acceptable among the church and acceptable, I'm doing air quotes here, y'all, among... Uh, hear uh, them. Or to, uh,
1: it, right. I could. <laughs> <You> could.
0: <laughs> but if, if you're pursuing that and there is no joy in what you're doing and you feel like you're just boxing yourself in because this is what is acceptable among uh, other than what you think uh. God wants, mm-hmm. I really encourage you to take a step back. There are some women who are pursuing... Working full time, you know, and they are miserable. Miserable. They would much rather be at home with their kids. And And they they have the the means, right? They have the means to be at home with their kids. They have the means, right? And then on the flip side, there are women who are staying at home, trying to be homeschooling moms, and they feel like, look, this is just not working. They are Mm -hmm. flustered. They're, you know, just not really building a healthy, happy relationship with their children because they're probably pissed off because it's hard. Uh, Like I said, I'm not saying that you should be a happiness chaser, but I am saying if you are really struggling to find joy mm -hmm. and to be fruitful in what you are doing, then I urge you to take a step back and say, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate. That is a good word.
1: Yeah, look look around and just see. Mm -hmm. Just see what you can do. Right. How you can change, you know, see see what doors are open. The yes. way that I started working after having win was they called me, look, because mm-hmm. I was like I and I, when they called me, I was like I'm still nursing. I really mm-hmm. don't want to be working away from him. I don't want to be pumping. And they were like, right. we're gonna have daycare on campus. You will be able to step out of class and nurse mm-hmm. him anytime you want. Right, and it's only Tuesdays and Thursdays see look at that god just god i mean ma- look god, god because i started right i started praying because i was at home full time right. and i started praying i said lord i don't think this is what i'm called to do full time
0: mm-hmm. but
1: also i want to prioritize my child mm-hmm. open some doors right and look what he did and now Same look here. at me i got too many doors open <laughs> you know right but that i told He's grateful somebody, yeah. i am i told the day, i said i'm crazy i'm a crazy person i'm crazy busy Mm-hmm. and just like and i said i i'm so happy i like i would not change anything about my life right now and when i look mm-hmm. at my life right now versus when i look at my life when i was like drudging along and doing the things mm-hmm. that i thought that i was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. god is just so kind and i didn't have to i did not have to bend over backwards i had, had to, to do, kick the door down no ma'am i just had. To, mm-hmm. i had to walk through the doors that he was opening yep. and i always always can say You know Mm. what? This is too much, and I need to step back and I need to focus on my family. Yes. Try me. I will.
0: Yes. Yes. I will. Exactly, exactly. And like that's that's the ticket right there is constantly like reevaluating, reassessing. If something is not working, don't just do it because you think that it is acceptable to people or somebody's gonna look at me terribly if I send my kids to public school Mm -hmm. or like come on. Like God like I said, God is not oblivious no to And that somebody looking at you, that needs to be the least of your worries, sis. Whoever you
1: are, sis, that needs to be the least of your worries, sis.
0: That that perception thing. And listen, I'm going to be honest. I have been a woman who has struggled with that. As a working person, I've always felt like, okay, what are people going to think of me if I'm not working? You know, but they're gonna be like, "What are you doing? You got so much free time." No, I don't. I got plenty to do. Just because I'm not working my, you know, full time job doesn't mean that I'm not being fruitful right. with my time. And so, like, we just, like I gotta say, let's we, uh... stop
1: doing that, please. Stay at home yeah. moms. Hello. Yes. Hi. Yes. yes. Hi. If you are not a stay at home mom, please don't do. I
0: it's not a lap of luxury oh my so. gosh we were making
1: 25 that we made $25,000 mm. the year that we had win that is all we mm-hmm. made we were living in free housing family housing mm-hmm. in Pickens
0: Mississippi mm-hmm.
1: I'm not even gonna go there with you it's as small as it sounds okay yeah. Pickens Mississippi <laughs> ain't no stoplights
0: like look look <sighs> You see uh, how they block? Like they, if if you we drive it. it, that's how we fast gone. it's gone. We gone, it's over.
1: <laughs> I'm living in and I'm, I'm living on a dead end street. I was so dep- oh my goodness, I had I had undiagnosed postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I was suffering. I was mm-hmm. so lonely. Mm-hmm. We had one car. Philip drove it 45 minutes into work every day. I was I was at the edge of the world, mm-hmm. and I started entering giveaways on Facebook, and I won a few. And a friend of mine was not intending to hurt me at all Mm -hmm. we're sitting across table from on a date night and it was like one of the i i was just like it's a date night this is amazing i never get out and oh my gosh and she goes (laughs) oh man she said i wish i could just sit at home all day and answer giveaways and i was like i i would trade places with you to be able Mm -hmm. to go to work and feel like an adult Mm-hmm. have people tell right. me that I'm doing a good job and right. you, have a reason to get dressed in the morning and have a reason right. she had no idea what I was going through and right. the same way a stay at home mom can look at a working mom and be like oh man I wish I could uh-huh. just drop my kids off and right. go off to work you don't know if she cried in the bathroom because she missed her baby so much
0: yes you don't know right right I think the word here y'all is grace man have some grace, grace with yourself grace with others. Don't assume that you know. And I think sometimes people make the assumption too with working women like that people have looked at me and been like you know, you got to be dropping the ball somewhere. They think that I'm just out here letting my my husband. He's just he's roughing just it out and my yeah. my kid running around here and I I'm, I'm letting her rough and, rough it out and I'm like, "No, that's not the case at all." You know, I understand. You know, I've, I've always understood those uh my priorities and I've tried my best to prioritize things yes. god's way but don't make assumptions and, and nobody, just because it,
1: nobody yeah. does it all
0: yeah nobody exactly nobody's nobody. supposed to do it i have people all the time tell me they're like oh jack like how do you do it all how do you do it all i'm like i don't right balls get dropped every day right and what i do do is accomplish through By the, the work grace of the of spirit God. Right. and it don't it's matter right.
1: you can you testify portia being at home yes. now can you testify yes. whether you're working full-time or at home full-time balls get get dropped, dropped. never I'll... enough there's never yes. enough time in the day yes. to do any of the things that you want to do
0: yes absolutely and so i i can say i've learned this has been a season of just being gracious you mm-hmm. know with myself with other moms and I've stopped, you know, just asking for asking God to give me the answer or show me, you know, and I'm just trying to make the best decision with the wisdom that I think that he's given me following the spirits leading. And if something, you know, if we do this and if it doesn't work and we got to readjust, okay, then we'll do that.
1: We can. can. That's what I tell people all the time when they're back to the homeschooling, you know, oh, you're not homeschooling, Mm -hmm. you're not homeschooling. Y'all, he's four I don't know what the next twelve years of his education are going to look like. Exactly. Uh, right now, no, I'm not homeschooling. Mm-hmm. In eight years, maybe. maybe. I. It's mm-hmm. just just make or break. It's not. Right. He's in pre K. Right. <laughs> like,
0: exactly. Just... And like that's the same thing. I'm doing this gentle classical like curriculum with because Emery. that girl is
1: whip smart and she needs something. <laughs>
0: You are right. You are right, <laughs> and so like we're doing this now. But who's to say? You know, when she gets third grade, fourth grade, that we're still gonna be doing this. I don't know. And, and like I, you know, I'm perfectly fine with not being omniscient. I tell people all the time, look, that is not my job. That is not one of those things that God told me that He wanted me to do. I don't know what's in the the future. I'm just going to take this. What does it say, Matthew? Today's troubles are enough. Get it, so I'm going to deal. I'm, you know. Tell us what the words I'm gonna say. I'm going to deal with what I have in my hand for that day. And like I said, we need to make readjustments. We will. But I'm perfectly fine with not being omniscient and not being able, you know, I, and I think about this too, many are the plans of man, but it is oh. God's purpose that will prevail what was that in Proverbs. Yeah. And like, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in our plans and thinking, oh, I got it. And this is me. You know, this is me. I am priestess planning Portia. Oh, and that's why this decision with, you know, leaving my job was not one that was like, oh, I'm walking off into the sun. Yeah, like la-di-da. It's fine. No, it was hard for me because I'm such a plan. Planner, but I realized that planning has been an idol in my life because I've often invested in something based on me thinking that I have a foolproof plan. Yep. And like, this is a season where God is showing me, no, you trust me, not your plans. It ain't because you smart. It's because of my grace. Mm-hmm. So. So I think, you know, yeah.
1: the recap here, ladies. Yes. Gents, if you're listening. Us.
0: Yes. I'm sure they are.
1: I'm sure you are. I know this episode is all about women and staying at home and all that. If you're single, you know, think about this with your future wife, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to be planning on how can I let this woman flourish? Let me tell you oh. something. Girl. Yes. Let me tell you about <laughs> Philip Holmes,
0: girl. And you look, listen. Let's let me do a plug. Yes, you love your boys, but girl, you love you so Philip They too. all know. They all
1: know. <laughs> his birthday. Uh, his birthday came last week, and all my friends, all mm-hmm. stupid selves, was like, "Well, we know not to call you tonight because you're gonna be spending time with." Some- yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Love your man, Yes, girl. I am. And he loves me, and he has been the hugest advocate for me to try to figure out you know, okay, Jasmine, we're not going to work a nine, a corporate nine to five, because that doesn't Mm -hmm. fit your vision Mm -hmm. for how you're going to take care of your children. I look in the word. I want to mold my life after the Mm -hmm. word. I want to prioritize my children. I also want to work with the, with the Mm gifts that God has given me. And my husband has been the biggest advocate for, all right, let's Mm -hmm. figure out what that looks like. Here's what I want to say. I want us to be those kind of people that are eager to think outside of the box and figure out, okay, we have a nursing mother who also has other callings. How can we get so out of the mindset of either this or that, that we get into, okay, well, what can it look like? Can we have a daycare at work? Can an older woman at church see it as her calling to watch her kid while she's at work? What can we do from home? What can we do while other guys, you know, like if we could just stop thinking so woodenly and start thinking more creatively, Mm. how much more time could we spend with our children and how much more time yes. could we spend applying ourselves to the things that God has for us? Nobody yes. does it like Philip Holmes and y'all can't have him cause he's mine, but <laughs> it is worth thinking about. It mm. is worth starting to think mm-hmm. about to say, here is my life. Here is my context. Here's the word of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's think about it. Let's brainstorm. Yes. Let's not just go with the easiest thing and for some people the easiest thing is to work a nine-to-five drop your kids off at daycare and Mm -hmm. whatever but some people the easiest thing is never to challenge yourself and just to stay at home and to there's extremes there's extremes Mm -hmm. on all sides and not to say that every woman who goes to a nine-to-five is not thinking or every woman who stays at home is not thinking but some of us are and i've been both of them right right same and so making it to where we are ready to engage the Word of God and engage others with the Word of God and not with these cultural mores that don't have much to do with thus saith right. the Lord. I, the, that's yes. Can we get there? Can we make yes. a community built around that?
0: Yes. I'm with you. I am with you. You were supposed you. to disagree with me, so this could be a spicy podcast. <sighs> well, I mean, I think it was a lot of spice. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> even though... <laughs> I mean, I. I, I, I mean, I, 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 what else can I say? I, I know. Get, I, I think this was like a rich conversation, and I do. I mean, honestly, guys, we would love to hear your thoughts on this. Apple, I don't know. Portia would love to hear your thoughts. Oh, uh, she would too. i <laughs> be like, girl, girl, look what they said, girl. <laughs> But yeah, so hopefully we can have a space like um on social media or somewhere. Yeah, where, uh, we'll keep you guys posted. But to that keep would the be conversation going. Yeah, to keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. Um, to spill the
1: tea, sweetly.
0: Spill the tea, the sweet, Make sure it's sweet tea now. We don't like <laughs> we don't like no other type of tea. Just... I mean, we do, but God is working on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. As a reminder, we want to let you know that Sweet Tea is a podcast produced by the Area Code Network. To learn more or to subscribe to the newsletter, please visit www.areacodenetwork.com. Well, I don't know about you. I don't like no bitter tea. I don't like, uh-uh, give me Sweet Tea. Give me Sweet Tea. I need to hear the T in it. <laughs> <laughs> the double T. Right. This is an Area Code Podcast.